Hey, what's up out there, y'all? It's your boy, Jay, a.k.a. Versace Vegeta. And we are back one more time with the greatest comprehensive anime podcast in the land. That's right. It's Subs Lie, Dubs Lie. <laughs> Sir. We glad to be here with you. I'm with my dog, D. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty damn great, bro. Shit, life is going good. We 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 keeping it moving. You know what I'm saying? We're in we're in a positive state of mind. That's right. It's a new season, man. Spring has sprung. You know, yes. it's it's a whole brand new level of energy just coming right now. I could just feel it. It's in the air, man. Feel it. It's a beautiful time of year right now. Like for real, for real, you can feel the blood. You can feel the blood flowing. Like the 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 atmosphere has changed. The energy the energy shifted to say the least. It really has, man. And um, tell me, D, how have you acclimated to it just these man, past few days? Man, How's your I, week been? I, been great, man. I've been outside. I've been looping. Hell yeah, that is, man. Like getting my my form of exercise, hooping after I'm done with good old work so you know for the most part i'm i'm I'm, I'm good man this that's what's up bro. man ain't no allergies bothering me yet so i'm i'm gonna take advantage of this every time <laughs> hell yeah man let's hope that pollen don't come around oh so. man like, man i am definitely a victim of a pollen <laughs> like i don't know i i it's like Every every spring, like around this time, like I'm usually getting you, you sure by next week. If you hear me sniffle, like I done jinx myself, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, 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 but man, around this time, like, man, sinuses be killing me from that pollen. But for now, we good for now. <laughs> man, I will say my week has been really, really great as well. Man, been able to just uh, you know. Chill through work really ain't been too much stress, man. I will say outside of that, dude, like, man, I'm like up to my eyes in video games right now, dog. I, it's, it's too much going on, dog. I, I just got WWE 2K23. I played it for maybe all of like 15 minutes, and then my Steam Deck came in on Friday. It was like up. I don't want to play you no more. I was like, I'll get back to this. It will be there. For now, <laughs> I am getting started, getting set with this 512 gigabyte Steam Deck that's been sent out to me from Valve. You know what I'm saying? Went ahead and copped that bad boy during the anniversary sale. Yes, Let yes. me tell you, man, in just my, you know, I've had it just for a little bit longer than a day now. Bro, I love this motherfucker. <laughs> the chosen one. <laughs> the chosen one, indeed, bro. I mean, when they say, you know, it's a gaming PC in your hands, there's no bullshit. Like, it has a desktop mode, which is <laughs> that way ass. easier to set shit up on <laughs> than the front, you know, Steam set uh, UI, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, if anything, I'm grateful for the fact that it has a desktop mode because you can literally just connect a Bluetooth keyboard or a bluetooth mouth directly to it and you yeah. can just get set right in the little file explorer throw all your games where you need to do the thing i love about it and i don't want to turn this into a steam deck commercial but <laughs> you can literally just go on google and if you don't know how to do some shit you just type in where do i put this file and somebody has already asked the it's question and somebody has already answered it badass. like it's it's really dope to see that it's it's while it is something that, you know, you kind of need to be 
a bit of a tech nerd to really appreciate. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you and I, we come from an era where we didn't realize that they was just giving us these coding skills. (laughs) 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 They were just throwing it at you like, hey, you might need this one, nigga. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, like, little shit like that, you know, if if it comes easy to you, you'll be able to tinker around with this theme deck for after a few hours get all your stuff set up to play whatever games you want and i mean whatever games you want whatever (laughs) um if you're not a tech person that's okay youtube's got you google's got you yes like so so with me being a tech person that still needed a little bit of help man this has been a great great experience of setting it up great experience of playing my games on it i got a bunch of save files already on i'm like man like it's (laughs) <laughs> it's dope and i'm just tapping in i haven't even started getting pc games or you like crash pc me. games or nothing on it like i've gotten just my few steam games that I already had purchased and you know i put through on the the eye patch and got to everything <laughs> else you know what i mean yeah, but man outside of that of course dragon ball as always deep in the dokkan realm uh, it seems to me that I've gotten some of these boys into Dokkan, man. I'm nah, seeing a lot more people talking about Dokkan battle man. than I ever have. Yo, man, I run that check, yo. <laughs> run that check. I ain't going to lie, bro. I, I haven't been touching Dokkan, but I have been touching Dragon Ball Legends. I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't know what possessed me yesterday, bro. But I was just like, you know what? I want to play this game. I'm like, I have the mobile itch. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and play Dragon Ball Legends. Because I've seen videos on YouTube mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. And like, man, I'm like, you know what? I thought I was just going to play it for like, oh, it's 30 minutes or so. Man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I even call a lot. They got, they got me, man. Like, they got me. I got like, damn what? A thousand chrono crystals or whatever, just by grinding, like oh uh, yeah, yeah. I man, listen, I if motherfuckers catch me outside, man, waiting on something, you know, what I'm saying I feel like taking a little detour, you know, if I want to go take the train, they see me on my phone, nine out of ten, they go see me playing Dragon Ball Legends. That legends, so it is fuego, and I feel bad, like I man. Who knows? After the pod, I might go ahead and download Dokkan Battle and, and Dolphin Head. Like I, I, I see like, like I've always been hip to gacha games, but man, I can understand how how fun and addicting it is to play these shits. Cause that, like I don't like I don't know. It's something about mobile games. I really don't know. It has its own. It has its own lane, man. It it, it does. It does. It, 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 like for me, I probably like if I download Dokkan Battle. If I could play Do- Dokkan and Legends, man, I might it might oversurp me my console time playing. <laughs> wow. Like, bro, like it's fun. Like it's some of the <laughs> like it's some of the best, like the you know, most enjoyable moments I've had in gaming for the year thus far. I understand. I really, really do. Tr- trust me, as a person who's been playing Dokkan for five years now, right? I've maybe on a daily basis missed like a handful of days in this game over the course of five years i completely understand how you can get to the point to where you understand the gameplay mechanics and it's just like no like i really want to 
I'm enjoying what this is giving me in terms of Dragon Ball content. And I really want to dig into this and get good, you know? Yeah, shit. Like, I love the fuck out of these games, bro. Uh, they they got it. As far as as far as I'm concerned, they got it. They know that they know they know the power that they have. Like <laughs> they know what they're doing. And it's through these types of games that we keep getting great iterations or even different takes or even side stories that involve all of our favorite characters. And it introduces these characters to new generations of kids, or even you know, folks like us who are just like, yo, I want to be able to play with this character and do all kinds of wild stuff with them that maybe I couldn't do in other games. Like, for instance, in Dokkan, my man Future Trunks, I've got him in Super Saiyan, I've got him in Super Saiyan 2, I've got him in Super Saiyan 3, mm-hmm. I've got him in Super Saiyan God. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do stuff with characters that's just all out there. Jeez. And it's I think it's easy, especially with a character like Future Trunks, for them to do these types of events or side stories with because with him being based off of a character that travels through time and you know super dragon ball heroes being entirely tied into time travel and the time patrol and you know xenoverse having that sort of spinoff too it's easy to take what this character established with someone who can just alter the timeline in a way whether it does truly affect the storyline or not in these side events that we know hey there's going to be some wild adventure tied to it and bro like it's it's just so cool the way that we've been able to get so much more content out of dragon ball from just one pinpoint in the series where everything does kind of change once this character is introduced and that's why this week i want to talk about him yeah the first version of the prodigal son of Vegeta and Bulma that you were ever introduced to. We know earlier in the season we did cover our man Trunks, uh, who is the Trunks of the main timeline. But as we all know, the first time we were ever introduced to this character was when he saved the planet from Frieza, King Cold, and their entire group before Goku was able to get to Earth. And from there, an entire legend started, like an entire different shift. I'm, I mean, there's people that can tell you where they were the first time they saw those episodes. Yeah. Like, it's just, again, everything kind of changed once this character is introduced. And I want to go over with you, you know, all of the different changes <laughs> that come <laughs> about. Because of Future Trunks, for better or for worse this week. So, <laughs> better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't y'all sit back, relax. If you're out doing something, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you can relax and listen to us for a little bit because we're going to dive in this week into the story of none other than Future Trunks. Be right back after the break. Establish himself as the most powerful force in the universe. I will make this whole planet suffer. I think it's only fair that I should warn you guys. You don't stand a chance against me. You don't know what you're up against, boy. You're about to find out what it's like to fight a real Super Saiyan. And I'm not talking about Goku. 
All right, D. So when it comes to future Trunks, like we mentioned before the break, this is a character that literally just popped up on the scene and changed everything, man. Bro, that man came in like a thief in the night. Literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. Literally. I mean, this was the Goku show for the most part. And, mm-hmm. you know, while there were really cool moments that we got to see Vegeta uh, do in the Namek saga, there was nothing at this point that really made it seem like he was going to be a permanent in the, the rest of the show, right? Like, yeah, he was on Earth now, but who the fuck knew what Vegeta would be? Yeah, we thought he'd be some... <laughs> we thought he, he got adopted into the uh, the the Piccolo Tenchinhan role. Yeah! Like, 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 yeah, he's there, but, like, he ain't really gonna do nothing, because he we already saw him get smoked really bad. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, he's just he just got adopted into the group. So... You know, we've just got so many different characters that are relegated as not Goku, and yeah. we've got Goku. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the moment that Goku's no longer on Earth, after Frieza had been defeated on Namek, Goku did not want to just immediately go back to Earth, uh, as we found out through the moment where they tried to wish him back. He was still alive, and he was like, yo, I'll be back when I see y'all, okay? He's like, y'all better wait, man. Like, I'll be home soon. (laughs) The only problem with that was is that Frieza was being healed by his father, King Cold's scientists, and they were well on their way to Earth. While everybody else who had survived or been wished back from the events of Namek and prior to they could sense King Gold and Frieza on their way to Earth, but really there was not much they could have done, right? Like they they knew this the sort of straits that they were in, right? Yeah. The greatest threat that they've come across thus far is on his way back, and he's got somebody that seems to be just as strong as him right along with them. So while they were going to go uh basically meet up at the point where they believed that Frieza and King Cole would land at, by the time they even get there to try to do anything, there's a young boy that no one recognizes that's already there in front of Frieza and King Cole and their henchmen. This kid with purple hair, uh, blue little jean jacket you know what i'm saying yeah man came in with a sword on his back we had not seen nobody like this okay or like he fighter yeah he put like mad unique i'm gonna lie man we ain't never seen no fit like this in no damn dragon ball (laughs) like oh like it was more of like you know like you know that this guy is a fighter because he got a sword, but like he looked for the most part, he looked like one of these city going folks in, in the series. Like, like he dressed like you know, like Yamcha or somebody, like some flashy clothes. Like it's not flashy, but it's 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 impressionable. So I, I we have no clue what the hell he was gonna be about, man. That's what I'm saying, man. And this just goes to show you, like Toriyama, he's so good at pointing out characters that need to look different for a very specific reason. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, you could tell, like, that's what, gotta give him credit on that. Like, he knows how to distinguish his characters really well. 
really like, you you could tell you could tell when somebody's right you could tell somebody who's gonna be mystique as hell like there's no bland there's no bland drawing from Toriyama for the most part this guy this mysterious young fighter he straight up just tells Frieza to his face he's gonna be the one to beat him <laughs> Frieza's like yo like, like who are you dude? who are you and we don't even I, know like we oh we all asking the question like Frieza asking like and Frieza looking yeah. at him like huh and then in my screen I'm looking at him like huh, huh? I, don't, I don't know this dude <laughs> like yo y'all better get Goku on this mug like he might turn this dude into miss me and he basically is like just standing there talking his shit and Frieza's like what do you, are you some friend of Goku's? And he's like, listen, man, don't worry about all that. You want to fight a real Super Saiyan, man? And it's like, <laughs> huh? bro, that's kind of a, it's kind of a feat, don't you think? Like, oh yeah, Super that like rarely ever happens. Like only one person ever has been one. Uh, and no sooner than he says it, he transforms into one. Right? Exactly. Like, bro, that's what makes it so. That's what makes that's why I said last episode on podcast like it's him turning Super Saiyan to me like that's the that's the best memory I had because yeah we saw Doku just struggle well not struggle but it took him a while and it took him so not long but you know how he was powering up the flashing the eyes and all of that like this man did it with ease <laughs> like he just he he said whoop. Mind you, you know, he defeated Frieza's entire, like, force of henchmen, like, in an instant before he yeah. even said a word to Frieza. So it's just like, this is, this kid clearly got it, right? Uh, nice. <laughs> the moment he transforms into a Super Saiyan, like, he throws back a giant blast that was meant to destroy the Earth, you know, right back past Frieza. Uh, <laughs> as he catches another blast, Frieza just tries to blow it up in his hand, he, and he just... No sales, every single thing. Yeah, bro. Uh, hey, that man got the infinite health cheat code on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, if this was Dokkan Battle, my man has a guard for all turns. Uh, <laughs> plus 300%. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my man's just out there, like, eating attacks, bro. Uh, and with that in mind, he literally just slices Frieza in half after, like, a short little, like, tussle with him not even really a tussle just like not he kind of like startled frieza it just like came down from the air in the heavens he's like cut him in half like bro he hit mean. him he hit him with like such a technique like man he did a little burning attack joint yeah. it's one of my favorite attacks especially in video games oh like, for sure so i'm like man, like the way how he battles is smart as hell like he wasn't intentionally trying to go ahead and blow freeze up with that with that damn with that oh, attack for sure. like it was just a distraction for him to get turned into mincemeat like bro <laughs> and it's like it's like the coolest shit ever bro <laughs> like he blow he throws the beam at freeze and freezes just launches up like he think like man this guy throwing some telegraph blasts who the hell he think he is my man hits him with that that chop suey so hits him with that with that blade talk <laughs> Like that Wulong talk, man. Like, Real man. That that boy, that boy Trunks. He get probably one of the coolest debuts of a character in Shimmer at that time. 
And probably I mean, till now. Like King Cole even tries to get a little piece. He tries to, you know, try to outsmart him. He's like, well, let me see your sword. He's like, yeah, fuck all that shit, bro. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> like, I like King Cole, man. Like, he, he tried. He, his approach was kind of cool. But, man, nah, wrong guy. <laughs> that probably worked on somebody else, but not, not this one. And by the, just as quickly as they arrived, they wound up dead at Trunks' hands. Shit, at crazy. that point, all the Z fighters, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, who the fuck was this guy that just killed Frieza? And how the fuck is he a Super Saiyan? Because Vegeta's like, look, man, there's only three of us left. There's only three of us. This little fucking kid and me, bro. Like, who the hell is he? He don't got no black hair. So what the hell is this? Like, this is some false prophecies going on, man. Like, what? who told me when I was growing up that they would have some lavender hair guy who, who just reached the, the greatest form of a lifetime for my race? Who this guy? And I don't blame him. And, you know, just as quickly as they see him and they don't trust him, he lets them know, look, Goku's about to be here really quick. So he kind of mingles with them for a couple of hours, you know, gets himself just acclimated just enough, but, you know, it's a little distant. And right on time, Goku does show up, right? At the time that he said that he would. So <clears throat> Goku and Trunks, they begin to talk off to their own, right? Mm-hmm. And Trunks basically explains that he himself is indeed a half Saiyan. That Vegeta is his father, which Goku a little bit was not, you know, he was surprised at, like, but he was like, like ah, okay, I get it. I, I get, get it. that shit, man. Like, you got the, you kind of got the same face. <laughs> yeah. And no sooner than that, he lets him know, look, man, I'm going to be born two years from now. But the real reason I'm here, I'm Trunks, by the way. And <laughs> in three years from now, on May 12th at 10 a.m., Right near South City, there's going to be two androids that are going to show up. They're going to fuck up everything out here. Yep. <laughs> they come from the Red Ribbon Army. Uh, apparently, some doctor that didn't get killed back in the day made these guys. And uh, in my timeline, all of y'all, except for Gohan, get murked. Uh, <laughs> and you, you die of a heart virus. Goku's like, what? Goku's like, oh, like I don't even get to fight him. I don't like, get no. I don't get to show the hands. Like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> he over Like, yeah, like it's sad that like the, the world had to be like that over there at your neck of the woods. But like, you mean to tell me I ain't getting no licks at? <laughs> and just as simple as that, he's like, look, man, look, I'm from a future. Where everything's way fucked up from these androids, dog. Uh, he kind of breaks down the entire situation to Goku and tells him, "Look, I'm gonna leave you with some medicine right here. Uh, and in about three years, y'all need to just make sure y'all spend time getting ready, okay? Make sure you take these pills, dog. Yeah, go make ahead. sure you take these pills. Please take these motherfucking pills. Take your vaccine, dog. Don't act stupid. <laughs> You're gonna need it. You're gonna need it. And from that point, Goku uh, relays the message to everyone else, with the exception of, you know, Trunks being exactly who he is and his name. And Trunks leaves back to the future in which he came from. Now, at this point, three years pass for our heroes in the main timeline. 
after those three years pass, future Trunks arrives from the future to the main timeline to help out our team in facing off against the androids. Now, I want to be very careful when I explain this to you, <laughs> because something here that is not so obvious happens here. You see, Trunks telling them about the future, but the simplest way I can explain it is it had a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Right? Like, for instance, in Trunks' timeline, Goku did arrive and beat Frieza in King Cold when they showed up. Right? Like, that's that's the way that's supposed to happen. Trunks is not supposed to do that in terms of how the timeline is supposed to go. So because those things happen, it caused a change in the timeline where the androids that Trunks faced off against were not the androids that showed up in South City. Yeah. Along with that, because of the butterfly effect, and this is where it gets messy, the Trunks that comes back three years later is not the same Trunks that we saw three years ago. Yeah. Time travel, ladies and gents, and all my my non-binary fellas. Like, literally, this is the result. This is your boy, Mr. Mr. Time Travel Man. It's very, very confusing, I understand. But we have to keep in mind that because of how time travel is represented within Dragon Ball, (laughs) at this point, we're introduced to a different Future Trunks, right? He looks just like Future Trunks. He, he, you know, smells just like him, talks just like him, walks like just like him. Everything like it's just another Future Trunks. But he arrives and he finds the destroyed Android Nineteen, which was an android he had never ever seen before. Yeah, he like who the hell is this guy? In the moment he sees that, he realizes that the timeline is branched off. Right. So along the lines, Trunks is trying to figure out like, hey, man, like what's going on? Like, where's the guys at? I'm going to go try to help them out. And Trunks eventually finds the dragon team near Dr. Duro's base. Right. When he's about to awaken androids 17 and 18, who were the androids that Trunks face off against in his future, as well as the previously unknown Android 16, (laughs) right? Now, at this point, Android 17, of course, he turns against Android 20, a.k.a. Dr. Guru, and they escape. But once they escape, Trunks tries to help out his father, Vegeta, while he's facing off against Android 18. And he gets just washed. Just- Yo. <laughs> man, that sword, man, destroyed a sword and all sorts of shit. Just, just a beat down. And this is, but this is a really important instance right here. Because this is the first time where we see, like, my man Trunks, like, he has a hard time, like, pulling the trigger when it comes to things that deal with his past. We saw he was really cold and taking, no, no pun intended, but also intended, uh, 
with taking off Frieza and King Cole. He did that in an instant. But anytime he faces off against the androids, anything that has to do with the androids, he just can't. He can't go all the way with up. that action. You can't really blame him, man. Like he's seen what they've done for years, <laughs> for years. Yeah. Like, My man's got a serious case of PTSD. Like really bad, <laughs> really you know, bad. Uh, to the point that where he even realizes in this fight, like, yo, these androids are stronger than the ones I had to fight, bro. Like, that's we lucky we kept our lives. Yeah, like that's a problem. Like, you just you just so happy, you just happily admit the fact that you know what? Thankfully, they ain't really as cold as the ones that I have in my timeline because uh, we would they would have done destroyed everybody. <laughs> For real, for real. Now, it's in that defeat that we find out that there's another time machine on Earth. And this other time machine was found with basically just the hole at the top blasted from the inside. Pretty interesting, right? Because, like, why would somebody have to blast it from the inside? In discovering this ship, Trunks finds out it comes from three years after the trip that he made. And that this machine's been there for a whole year before he beat Frieza. So when you take that in mind, we've got some real wild time travel stuff going on. Because not only are we introduced to a different Trunks now we have a second time machine where something else came from the future as well and it appears that it's definitely something that's inhuman because not far from that time machine they find a husk an insectoid like husk that's still pretty like gooey like it's like something clearly has come out of it right bunch of trouble (laughs) And right after Gohan and Trunks find that, they wind up finding out that this nearby town, Ginger Town, uh, everybody in the, the city has pretty much vanished. Like they're just gone. Their clothes are all <laughs> like, the city. It's just clothes, just there. Like, what, like what kind of freak show? What kind of freak show going on over there in Ginger Town, man? And at that point, man, we got. Something where Gohan and Trunks are like, yo, whatever was in that thing uh, definitely is what caused the havoc at Gingertown. After a little bit of surmising and after Piccolo does engage with the creature cell in Gingertown, uh, Trunks and Krillin then decide to go to Dr. Garrow's lab because they pretty much realize, okay, if this guy's cell came from the future and was made in a lab that Dr. Garrow still had, that the androids didn't know about, we need to make sure that this cell isn't made in our timeline either. Yeah, absolutely. Because shit, <laughs> like, absolutely. Gotta, we have to stop. Two cells is too, too, too much. much. Way too much. Way too damn much. They wind up finding Dr. Garrell's supercomputer that has Cell in his larval form. So, you know, they do what they had to do real fast. Destroy that. 
They find some blueprints as well to the Android 17 and 18 where they decide, hey, we should probably take this in order to find a weakness in the Android design. They decide to then destroy the rest of the laboratory before Krillin and Trunks decide to split off and go separate ways where Trunks heads out to where Vegeta is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's at this point that Trunks is about to have a very pivotal moment in his life. Yes. He's never had any one-on-one time with his father. <laughs> Ever. And once Goku, having healed from the heart virus, shows up and arrives to Trunks and Vegeta, he tells them, look, I know a place where we can train for as long as a year in a day's time. And I think maybe, just maybe, we can do something about surpassing these limits we have as Super Saiyans to fight these androids. So Trunks and Vegeta pair up first and head into the hyperbolic time chamber where they then train for a year while Piccolo faces off against Android 17 and also deals with the cell threat. A day later, Trunks and Vegeta step out of the time machine towards just torn clothes. (laughs) Trunks has got a little, I'm saying his hair a little bit longer, right? And they pretty much say, yo, uh, the past two months really in there, we we was just trying to figure out some more because we kind of figured out how to surpass Super Saiyan after a while. And with them definitely needing some new threads, Trunks' mom, Bulma, shows up and gives him some new battle suits, and they head off to face against Cell after Goku gives them a couple of sensu beans and tells them that they should do their best. Dog, I know that we're going to talk a little bit more about this area of the story next week, so I I don't want to go into exactly what happens right when they get there. But eventually, you know, Trunks does have to step in because our man Vegeta is having a bit of an ego trip. How did you feel about this instance where we had Trunks basically having to clash against his father because they just don't match in ideals? I was happy. I'm like, yo, somebody really needs to sock the hell out of Vegeta. At this time, my first time watching Leia, the, the Cell arc, or the Android arc, whatever you want to call it, I, I wasn't really a fan of Vegeta like that. So to see somebody clash, especially your son of all things like yeah this was something really special for me because uh that boy vegeta man he's doing a little bit too much <laughs> like first the whole android this is coming from a goku fan so oh yeah me seeing him body 19 and just act pompous and then yeah he got bodied by 18 in him but for him to get back and you know move around like he like he he's tough guy tony and then try to Doom the planet with his his ignorance. I'm like, yeah, somebody really got to stop him, but anybody really here? Oh yeah. So yeah, Trunks, go ahead, do your thing, beat that nigga ass. <laughs> it's like for real, for real. And I'm like, at first, I I was like, I don't think Trunks really like that because he kind of like yeah, he kind of like he don't really give off that vibe where he's like he'll disobey his own his own his own father. And then when he did that, when he did 
beam him up. Oh man, I pop, man. I still got the VHS of that yeah. shit. <laughs> I still got that VHS, man. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, what was more important to Trunks was saving this fu- this timeline's future. Yeah, that was way like, more important to him than letting Vegeta get his pride. Because, yeah, uh, like, I mean, again, that PTSD, bro. Like That PTSD is the reason why that whole Saint, that, that saying, that shit, all that saying pride shit, that's not... That's nothing to Trunks. He doesn't care about that shit. Like, for the most part, he just wants a peaceful Earth. He's never seen anything. He's never exactly. seen peace. So for for this one chance where he could stop a timeline from being potentially fucked, he's going to do it every time. It doesn't matter who the hell it is. So, I, man, I shout out to Trunks. He did what he had to do. Fuck Vegeta and his whole dumbass pride. Sadly, though, uh, my man Cell does use that time where they are turned against each other to blind Trunks, Krillin, and the androids uh, as he goes ahead and becomes perfect due to uh, Vegeta's ego of wanting to see that happen. Once he's finished the transformation, he decides he's going to test out his power against Vegeta. Now, on the sidelines, my man... Trunks is telling Krillin, like, yo, man, like, I, I know this is a really bad situation right now, and I know we should probably jump this nigga, <laughs> but I can't. And Krillin's like, why can't you? He's like, because low-key, I'm stronger than Pops. And uh, <laughs> he can't see that, bro, because he wouldn't be able to take that, man. <laughs> uh, it's like... Krillin's like, man, fuck his pride, bro. Like, like, bro, you don't care about none of that. Like, we're we're at the midst of like death, like life or death here. You think I really care about pride, bro? And the problem is, man, Trunks cared a little bit too much about his daddy. He loved his daddy, man. (laughs) I don't blame him, man. Even if he's a jackass, like. That's my dad. I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> my pops. I That's just did exactly a whole what he year did, with him. man. Because not it wasn't until Vegeta tried a final flash, barely, barely damaged Cell, and then got knocked out for his effort that Trunks then decides to step in and goes into Super Saiyan third grade, which is the bulkiest form of possible uh to, to face off in of Super Saiyan to fight against himself. Sadly, it's in that form that Cell basically tells him, say, dog, uh, I know you thought you was really doing something. We're reaching that level of power. But you haven't noticed. I don't know if you noticed. You ain't hit me one time. Yeah. I am just out dodging you, outclassing you every step of the fucking way. All that power is really great. But if you can't hit nobody with it, then what the fuck you need it for? Exactly. That basically demoralizes my man Trunks. And, and Cell's like, oh, man, that look on your face real good right now, homie. You know, that's what I've been doing all this for, for real, dog. I've been wanting to see y'all looking just like that, bro. <laughs> you know what? I want to see that look on all y'all's face. So I'll tell you what, bro. I'll tell you what. What the fuck Goku up to, man? And Trunks is like, bro, he's off training right now. He's like, uh, of Let course he would be. Of course he would be. That sounds real good, bro. I'll tell you what, dog. Give me about 10 days. We're going to meet up. 
Y'all, you ever heard of the World's Martial Arts Tournament? Oh, no. Nah, you you know what? Y'all's, y'all's future probably too dusty to have that it's shit, too huh? too dusty. We ain't never seen a goddamn Yeah, you don't know what the fuck that shit is. Papaya Island, that shit, man, that shit a nuke hazard right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what the fuck no World's Martial Arts Tournament is. I'll tell you what, dog. I'm bringing out my own shit. It's called the Cell Games. In 10 days, tell y'all niggas to come with all the sense of beans y'all can fucking gather. Y'all don't need them shits. I'm taking you niggas on one by one, one by one by one, one until all y'all is gone. And if none of y'all can beat me, I'm fucking this planet up and dipping oh, the fuck out. I'm kabooming this shit. <laughs> like, for real, for real. He dead ass. Like, he out there cut. Like, bro, he really about, like, you really, which is so hilarious, man. Like, that boy is so twisted. He demented as hell. <laughs> God. Straight down to somebody's face is crazy. It's like, Trump's basically just like, lets everybody know what's going on. But all he could do was kind of just wait. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like waiting, like okay, is this man going to announce it to to the earth? You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know he eventually does, and no sooner than that, Goku and Gohan finally arrive out of the time chamber. They looking confident, yeah. fuck boy, because they're like, nah, yo, for real, all we needed was that one day. We're gonna chill out here yes. for for a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Basically, <laughs> Trunks and Vegeta are like, all right, man, I don't like how these boys is a little too calm. We got to get our weight up. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to go in for, for another day during the eight remaining days that they have and go and train to become stronger to face off against Cell. They ain't do shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it did shit, but they ain't do shit. At, at the very least, right? They they probably reached the perfected Super Saiyan too. I, I, I would I would say they they probably reached the perfected Super Saiyan state as well. Just because by the time we see them in the Cell games, like they're not slowed down with that whole like you know what I'm saying like they look a little. St- rougher a little bit tougher but they're not like oh god i can't catch up with the cell juniors yeah, <laughs> you know yeah what I'm they're not getting pieced up pieced yeah up. yeah like yeah, it's yeah. just a new it's just a nuisance really yeah I, like it was enough but did they reach like goku gohan levels of it nah they, Fuck, they, no. they don't they don't got the they don't got the clutch gene in them like that Fuck <laughs> no not even plus bro <laughs> along that time man they kind of just chill and after 10 days the cell games arise bro Everybody flies out to the Cell Games arena. They see this damn dude, Mr. Satan, on some bullshit, trying to step up to to Cell. He gets slapped into a mountain for his trouble. (laughs) Goku decides to be the first real opponent. And man, he and Cell, they they both take it to the limit, bro. They wind up getting to a point where they have to blow up the stage and all. But (laughs) all in all, my man Goku realizes... Look, man, I ain't got it like that, bro. I'm not. I don't got that gene in me like that. Bro. I, I'm not the one. <laughs> to be real with y'all, I kind of just wanted to show y'all like how this nigga fight because yeah. I didn't even think I was gonna be the one to win. Yeah, I'm not for and, real, for real. <laughs> everybody on the sideline is befuddled, baffled, appalled. You know what I'm saying? Like Goku giving up? Who the? Okay, who who, 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 who you think got it? And he says, "Say, hey, Gohan." Because <laughs> looking at him like he he done long, he popped a membrane. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck? Go on, that boy is only 10. 
He's like, say, dog, look, I know Gohan's got it so much. Say, Cell, you might need one of these, bro. And he tosses Cell a Sisu, man. <laughs> and in what is probably a very controversial moment for a lot of people, uh, when all in all, based on what we've covered, especially in our episodes about Gohan and Goku, it's very easy to surmise. My man Goku knew. Exactly. He he knew, you know what I'm saying? Gohan had it in the bag. And that he just needed Gohan to be pushed. And mm-hmm. that much Cell definitely fucking does. Yeah. Like, that boy Cell was a part of the plan. <laughs> to his own demise. <laughs> yeah. Re- real one. <laughs> he, he saw the vision on some Tagoro t- shit. <laughs> just, just unintentionally. <laughs> For real. Because... Cell did everything he could, including threatening the lives of his friends and stepping on the head of a very peaceful android to get Gohan's rage to come out. And damn it, if it didn't work. <laughs> that man, Cell, that man, that man, like, huh? I thought y'all was like, I knew you, I knew y'all was telling the truth, but I didn't know you were telling the truth like that. Like, this thing kind of strong, man, beating me up. Now, along those lines, right, while Gohan is getting that rage unleashed, like I said, Cell did threaten the lives of his friends by unleashing the Cell Juniors to attack them. And all of them were really not too far off the mark from Cell strength because they were giving every other member of the Dragon Team the business. He was giving some licks. Like, Goku out there, like, man, he... Like not like no goat, but yeah, he ain't he ain't take no damn sensu beans, so he's struggling like a a dummy. The rest of the cast, the human cast, man, they just they getting they getting tore up. Yeah, man, they they got tore up from the damn flow up because they did not stand a damn chance one bit, man. However, Gohan does wind up saving the Dragon Team, taking on all of the Cell Juniors one by one. Uh, to eliminate each of them. This is really an impressive feat because at that point, man, it's just all downhill for Cell from that. Like, Gohan outclasses Cell in every fucking way. So much to the point to where he backs Cell into the corner, makes him have to explode. And Goku, with quick thinking, teleports him to King Kai's planet. So that way the earth isn't destroyed along with them. You think that would be it, but, but that man cell regenerated, came back with the quickness and no sooner than he came back, he takes out future trunks immediately with a death. beam. Our man future trunks has been handed his first death right at that point, man. <laughs> I really didn't think Trunks would have been killed in the damn arc that he was introduced to. Like, I didn't see it. I really didn't think they were going to do that for him. Nah, for real, for real. I didn't expect it either, but, well, hey, it made for a great moment for, for, for one of our lovable idiots in Vegeta. So, my power. Yeah. Because Vegeta definitely went all out trying to face off against Cell uh, to avenge Trunks' death. However, it it was for nothing because he got knocked out the sky uh, and (laughs) Gohan wound up getting hurt just trying to save this man. 
He thought he was him. He thought he was go. He thought he was about to get that Super Saiyan two power up too. It ain't nah, like man. that, buddy, man. You ain't got that gene nah, in you. You ain't got that, bro. It's a little wait, too wait, early for you. Wait, wait, wait another couple years, man. Along the way, man, Gohan does wind up, however, getting enraged, defeating Cell with one last clash of the Kamehameha boosted with a little bit of help from his pops. And Cell is finally defeated. After that, Juju Trunks is taken up to the lookout and is revived by Shinron along with everybody else who was killed by Cell. Goku himself was not resurrected because he had already been brought to, back to life by the Dragon Balls. But the Dragon Team was like, yo, hey, let's use the Namekian Dragon Balls to bring him back. It'll be all good. Boy, Goku said, I, I, I. <laughs> ah, yeah, say, say, bro, say. I don't know if y'all know this, man. But these motherfuckers be looking for me, Yeah, dog. y'all like, y'all cooling on, y'all the homies, but for the most part, they trying to find me. They they hell bet on destroying planets just because of me. I'm going to go to the end and just stay dead. You know what I'm saying? Like a normal person would be. Don't, don't give me no extra favors. I know y'all love me and all, and I respect it, but you know what? Let me do, let me make way for, for, for the new age. You know, go on right there. Let me be dead, yo. <laughs> And through that, Trunks is then able to say his goodbyes to all the members of the Dragon Team in the present, having helped them wipe out the threat of the androids and Cell. Trunks then says his goodbyes after he has uh, the, the time machine of his own refueled, as well as giving his mother the time machine that Cell used to come to the future and goes back to save his own timeline from androids 17 and 18 in the future, who he is now immensely more powerful than after training for two years and getting that chance to really, like, bond with his father. Mind you, you know, Regina didn't really spend that much time with him. He didn't really focus on him that much. Like, he kind of avoided him a lot. But this was, like I said earlier, very vital time. Because this is the only time he was able to find out like what it's like to be a Saiyan. Exactly. You know, and with that realization in mind, he came back no longer, you know, the one to run away from the androids. And he defeats the two of them before then, a few years later, before he's about to go back to the past one light's time to let everybody know what's good with how everything is peaceful in the timeline. He sends his cell who having been warned by how cell arrived in the future. The first time having killed a version of trunks, the version of trunks that we saw the first time, by the way, exactly. (laughs) So the first trunks we saw gets killed by cell trying to go back to the future to help everybody. And that cell goes to the past, a.k.a. the main timeline. And that's why we have this second Trunks. This second Trunks does, however, wind up killing the Cell in his timeline. And everything is good. For now. For at least a good 17 years. Yeah, man. Wait, wait. (laughs) 17 years of peaceful times. Because, you see... There were some events that happened 
in the main timeline that happen a little bit differently than the way they do in Trunks' timeline. We know that at least a good 10 to 12 years later, after he defeated Cell, Babadi is on his way to Earth, along with Dabura. And Trunks is warned by Shin and Kibito. As they come to Earth and they're like, yo, we know that there's a Super Saiyan here. And uh, we need your help to face off against these guys because they're coming to unleash this wizard Majin Buu that would be just like a huge threat to all of society. And Trunks is like, oh, yo, 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 say, say, say. I put a, a put together like all I could to like really save this earth the first time. So whatever y'all are talking about, I'm with that. If that's what it means to save my timeline. You know what I'm saying? To save my earth. He goes and trains with Shin and Kibito in the world of the Kais, but doesn't get really much stronger as he's like, yo, uh, yeah, I pulled out this Z sword, but dog, uh, I don't know if y'all know, I fight with the sword. Like this, this is like not really shit for me. <laughs> uh, right as Shin decides they're going to finish his training by cutting the Z sword with a block of Kachin, and we definitely know where that would have led. Yeah. Kibito senses Babidi arriving to Earth. And in that moment, Trunks, Kibito, and the Supreme Kai arrive back on Earth to face off against Babidi's forces, Dabura, Pui Pui, and Yakon. While they were easily able to take out Pui Pui and Yakon, Trunks has a difficult time facing off against Dabura at first as Dabura spits on the Z-Sword, turning it into stone. <laughs> Shin warns Trunks that he should let go of the sword. However, this leads to Dabura basically being able to push back Trunks a little bit and Babidi then being able to threaten Shin. At this point, Dabura is right about to kill Shin, and this causes Trunks to go into a rage right after Kibito loses his life defending Shin. Trunks goes Super Saiyan 2 for the first time and just outclasses Dabura with the burning attack. This leads then Babidi being destroyed and Majin Buu is never resurrected on Earth. Man, fuck that same pride shit. We not letting no Majin Buu hatch from anything. We're dunning this shit now. Mr. Trunks is AKA Mr. Get Shit Done. And I respect that's right, that. man. That's right. I, I fuck with the quickness, bro. He was like, yo, uh, yeah, this little piece we've been having, I really will do anything I can to keep that. And if this little wizard motherfucker is showing up to threaten that, we got to take him out right then, right now. You know what I'm saying? So, again, big ups to Trunks. While we only really get to see this fully within the manga and Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's Trunks DLC, um, this is really just a really great moment for the character and probably one of my favorite for Future Trunks in general. Yes. Uh, because, look, bro, like, we always thought, like, yo, what would have happened if Majin Buu had showed up in his timeline? And it's just interesting because, again, due to that butterfly effect that Trunks caused by showing up in the past, that led to Gohan facing off against Cell their power was so high in that moment that a lot of fans and even Daizenshu kind of hints at the fact 
that Bobbity sensed that fight and he arrived to Earth at the time he did. Whereas in Trunks' timeline, it was several years past those seven years. Yeah. So it's like Bobbity would have originally arrived on Earth, but again, Trunks going back to the past has various effects on the main timeline uh, in ways that we just don't originally see at first. Yeah, there that boy Trunks going ahead and bending the rules of time and just just muddying up everything. But we love him. Now, Trunks meddling with the timeline does have some really dark ramifications for his timeline. Because several years after Trunks was able to stop the threat of Majin Buu, a threat appears in his timeline by the name of Goku Black. And he is basically causing all types of havoc, unlike the way that androids did in his own timeline. Like, the androids would fuck around and then go around killing people after a while. Like, nah, Black was just going around like, nah, you a person, you die. No mortal, no, 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 no survival. In a very, very, very quick thought attempt, Boma suggests that Trunks should go back to the past in order to get help from Goku and Vegeta in order to face off against Goku Black. Trunks does go back to the past. However, he does not have enough fuel to make another trip back. So it takes another six months for Bulma of the main timeline to be able to gather enough fuel for Trunks to be able to go back to the future to face off against Black with Goku and Vegeta. That PTSD that my man Trunks has been living with, we see this at like some of its heights during this period of time. Because, you know, the moment he even wakes up from having been knocked out and sent to the, the past, he sees Goku, regular Goku, who he's met before. And immediately he's like, nah, yo, 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 I gotta kill you, man, you know? Do it, hey, man, Goku would have... <laughs> lucky Goku ain't pack him up. <laughs> man, he's very lucky. And while they were able to you know, train a little bit and Trunks was able to show how much stronger he had gotten. Trunks did still take time to, you know, acclimate with all of his friends in the past that he had not seen in many years. During that point in time, he meets up with Gohan, who he is slightly unimpressed with Gohan's strength at this point because Gohan has been fully, fully slacking on his training. Go Trunks is also able to meet his younger self and also meets Krillin. <laughs> that PTSD shows up hard in Trunks when he realizes that Krillin's wife is none other than Android 18. Like he was about to let that damn sword go until he saw Android 18 as a baby. <laughs> that boy was confused as hell. I don't blame him, but goddamn. He was like, yo, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, Android 18, what you doing? What y'all still got here around for? Exactly. While Trunks is able to chill from that, eventually it does get to a point to where Goku Black shows up from the future as well and faces off against Goku, who 
doesn't go with his fullest amount of strength to face off against Black, but in their skirmish, they realize that, you know, Goku Black is still very much a threat. So Trunks, Vegeta, and Goku all go back to the future in order to face off against Goku Black. Trunks is able to meet with Mai, who lets Trunks know that Goku Black has basically been just demolishing the future in the time that he's been gone, even having ruined Capsule Corp and threatened the life of Trunks' own mother in the future. It's a very, very, very sad ordeal, man. Like, everything that they had to deal with in that timeline was just so rough. Because you could see, like, it's people just barely getting along, bro. Like, just barely surviving. And while Trunks is basically, you know, trying to show Goku and Vegeta, like, yo, this is what I'm fighting for, Goku Black returns to face off against them, where he fights against Vegeta with a new transformation of Super Saiyan Rose, which is basically his own take of Super Saiyan Blue. And he just outclasses Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) Fucks him up bad, man. Goku and Future Chunks then try to face off against Goku Black as well before a future Supreme Kai from Universe 10 by the name of Zamasu also shows up alongside Goku Black. This immortal Supreme Kai just leaves Trunks, Vegeta, and Goku hopeless uh, as they wind up having to be sent back to the past by Mai uh, because they were almost about to be killed by this dangerous duo. At this point, man, if it wasn't for the fact that Goku and Vegeta were close with some gods, like, it would have been it for them, dude. Yeah, I am going to lie. Pack watch. <laughs> like, some things happen to where Beerus, Whis, and Goku wind up finding out the entire history of how Zamasu was able to wish to take over Goku's body um, and also team up with himself in the future to wipe out all the morals. If, if you want to look into that, definitely take a, take the time to watch this arc. It would take us a whole other hour to explain don't, all the complexities of this arc. Don't <laughs> watch this arc. This shit is garbage <laughs> as hell. Like, this is probably... Worst the, ending of any arc in Dragon Ball. Worst ending. This is the biggest stain of Dragon Ball. I don't care what anybody says. People talk about GT. No, this is a bunch of sins being committed. This Zamasu guy, man, worst thing possible in Dragon Ball. Trunks being back, man, I would think that you would have some cool moments. And you did get cool moments. But I didn't think... That would mean and imply that, yeah, the series is going to go t- turn into a left because the rules of time, the rules of the story, this whole this whole thing is just turned all the way upside down. How many alternate timelines do we have now? We had like, what, four, five of them joints because of the Cell game issue? Not what about Not no more. Not no more because of the, like, bro, it's, man. Trunks, I like, I like the character, man. But, man, every time he shows up, this whole this Dragon Ball, 
The story gets really muddy, yo. It does, because we have them going between the future and the past here. We find out that there's other futures where Zamasu makes a wish, one where he doesn't make a wish. Oh, it's, it's really complicated. Complicated. Um, again, we've we've discussed time travel at the length that we're willing to uh, in season one. But we yeah, we'll, we'll never discuss it. And we're not going to really uh, go into all that length here again this time. But keep in mind, at this point, the Saiyan trio along with Bulma go back to the future. Trunks grows very angry at the sight of Mai being threatened by Goku Black and Zamasu and reaches a new transformation known as Super Saiyan Rage, unofficially, officially, um, <laughs> where he basically gets, he goes, he's Super Saiyan 2 with like a blue aura it's around so him. Blue aura, this shit is so cooked. <laughs> oh my God. This is like peak Terrible Dragon Ball right here, man. Trunks faces off against Goku Black in that form by his goddamn self and tells Goku and Vegeta and Bulma, go back to the past. I know y'all just got here. Go back to the past. Uh, We got to figure something out. I'm going to hold this man off. And hold him off, he clearly does for a little bit because Goku winds up going to go learn the Mafuba and Vegeta trains in the hyperbolic time chamber again while... They then return with a plan to defeat Goku Black. Goku Black wises up and is like, hey, that little time machine y'all using, fuck all that shit, bro. And just blows it up. (laughs) Oh, y'all getting a little bit too convenient over there, man. Let's just ruin this shit. And honestly, so, because at this point, Vegeta... With the increased strength that he was able to gain in the Hyperbolic Time Chamber, is able to face off against Goku Black in a very hard-fought battle. Goku teaches Future Trunks the Mafuba. (laughs) 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 Future Trunks tries to use it on Zamasu, but guess what? Goku forgot the seal to the jar. So Uh, uh, peak, peak, peak Toriyama comedy in toy animation form and it's all bad <laughs> it does nothing it does nothing and <laughs> zamasu and goku black having had enough of goku and trunks's shenanigans and rightfully fucking so yeah uh i mean these boys are just doing way too goddamn much at this point they decide to take off their patar earrings that they have as kais and they then decide to fuse into a merged version of zamasu this is quite possibly the biggest threat you could ever have to deal with, man. Like you're talking about like a corrupted God in a Saiyan's body fusing with himself. <laughs> Who's also a God. Who's a God. Like, yo, this is some peak stupidity going on. Like my man Toriyama was like, hey, I don't know if y'all know this, but I mean, cause what this art came out in 2016. My man was like, say 21 years ago, I did the art for this really dope game called Chrono Trigger. And uh, you know, you're jumping <laughs> yeah. throughout timelines back and forth all the time in that one. What if we just did that in the show? That wouldn't have any ramifications or long-lasting issues on Dragon Ball plot as a whole, would it? It would. Fuck it. Let's do it anyway. Okay, let's do it anyway. Like, no, man. No, no, no. You don't. Toriyama, you failed, man. You failed. Why did you? Why? Why? Like it's you can't, no, oh, confusing. 
like oh my gosh man oh what a what a time what a time what a embarrassing time thank what you trunks extremely embarrassing time for sure man but nonetheless uh this does cause for call this does call cause for the final battle to begin as trunks and vegeta finally you know decide they want to match up with goku and gohan and give us a father-son gallic gun <laughs> however it wasn't enough that shit ain't do nothing <laughs> like goku I said, reaches out a god command man it's not enough. That shit ain't enough, man. They just throwing just they just throwing everything out the out the wazoo, man. While it does damage Zamasu's body, Zamasu regenerates and half his body is now all just purple and gooey. Yeah, and that shit is like nasty. I said, a lot of shit goes on in this arc. But <laughs> we finally see the return of our man's Vegito. Yes. As Goku and Vegeta use the Potara as we are given the retcon of knowing that no, it will not keep them fused forever. Instead, they're not Supreme Kai's. It will only last about an hour. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and not even an hour goes by because the power of Super Saiyan Blue just cannot be contained by the Patara for mere mortals. And right before they're about to launch a final Kamehameha, nothing happens and they defuse. Fucking stupid as hell, man. I so hate this arc. I hate this arc so badly. That lead to nothing happening. I hate this arc so badly, yo. Oh my god, Trunks. Why do you contribute to some of the dumbest things in Dragon Ball? Oh my gosh. You're almost like, yo, if you didn't have some of the cool moments that you did, as well as your personality being good, oh, I would put you in Broly tier, DBZ Broly tier. I swear. Because you commit sins. At least Broly's Z nonsense, that was just movie nonsense. This is actually affecting the main series. In the art. In the show. Oh, my gosh, yo. Ramifications. Oh, my gosh, man. This is, like, nasty work. And if you're confused now, prepare to stay confused. Because... <laughs> Our man Trunks begins to use the power of a move that he's never been fucking taught a day in his fucking life. He never even seen the move. Never seen the fucking move used one time. Never even. His mama told him about like, oh yeah, I heard Goku did this to throw it at Vegeta. I don't know. Uh, uses the power of the spirit bomb around his sword using the hopes of everyone around him and <laughs> charges at Yuzumasu in Super Saiyan Rage and cuts him dead in half. Nakama power wins. My friends are my power cliche. Doing absolutely its worst to Dragon Ball. This is so god-awful, yo. This is terrible stuff. And again, very much like everything else that has happened in this arc, it does nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't really <laughs> grow. Zamasu comes back and just merges with the entire Universe 7. <laughs> Shit is so bad, bro. It is so bad. And if it wasn't for the fact that our man Goku had made a little bitty trip right before this arc to our man Zeno and got a button from him that said, hey, whenever y'all want to kick it, bro, just, just summon me, bro. I'm down. 
Jesus. He summons the future Zinnoh from a button that he forgot was in his gi. Oh my god, this shit is so bad. <laughs> and says, say, bro, um, guess what, man? I need you to do something about this Zamasu guy. And Zeno's like, hey, all right, cool. Uh, I'm just going to erase the whole universe. And Goku's like, oh, hey, y'all, get in the time machine. Right get the in the time machine. Because uh, this man's about to erase everything. And erase everything he does as future Zeno, as well as Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, Bulma, and Pan all go back to the past. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Supreme Kai was there too. He ain't do shit. He was there too. He ain't he do shit. He's just there to tell you that that this Protara retcon is indeed taking place. Dumb. Basically, the only reason for his character to be there. Dumb as but hell. I digress. Dumb as hell. We get to a point where we cocks up a really weird plan of like, hey, yo, look, I'm going to go oh back to the future and stop Goku Black from attacking Earth and make sure that Monster <laughs> stuff never happens, do and that's gonna be in a nonsense? separate timeline. Do you hear the nonsense? Like, I, I want people to really realize what just took place. My man, we went ahead and just erased everything. This whole arc had no reason to happen. Yeah, this was just fan service, the bad kind. They had future beers just eliminate Zamasu and Goku Black when they show up. Yeah. And that's it. Is oh, it? well, there's just going to be a, an extra future you and over there. And yeah. you just have to, like, is big Trunks whoop. and Mai go to a future where there's another Trunks and Mai already there? <laughs> and everyone else? And, uh, yeah, they just yeah. live happily ever after. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and get some Patara earrings. You guys could go ahead and merge with each other. Go get Super Trunks, Super 17, Super Trunks. You get Super Mind. This is so bad. Shit is so awful, yo. Anybody who's ever said GT was bad, I'm going to tell you this now. GT's never had a sin like this before. This was like this whole arc, man. When I was watching it, I really thought that we were like, we were heading into desperate territories of like, yeah, this shit's about to be over. Like, I was oh, not. Yeah. Like, I was really embarrassed to be a fan of this shit. I'm not even going to lie to you. There was no saving. The only saving grace was indeed the foreshadowing or the hint that there would be a tournament. Because I do enjoy the tournament arcs for yes. Dragon Ball. That was the only thing that was keeping me from, from continuing. And let me tell you this now. The manga did no better. For oh, this yeah, shit, sure didn't. so I all mean, you people telling me that the manga salvaged? No, this shit was it was it was just as bad. And I'm not even going to speak about the manga because Toriyama Taro doesn't even deserve me speaking about him on the pod. He, he wasn't doesn't. that good at that point. He, he wasn't, wasn't that, that good. good. That the only thing good about him was his art, and that's it. The whole you can become a healer if you train with if you train with the Supreme Kai before nonsense. Yeah. This whole shit is nonsense. Everything is nonsense that came out of this art. Manga, anime, you name it. Just ass. Shit was ass. So Shit was garbage. I want to wrap up our conversation on Future Trunks because, as y'all know, look, we're very opinionated on how the direction of Future Trunks has been delivered because, all in all, Trunks is a character who, much like Gohan, is a great example of the potential of a hybrid Saiyan. Yeah. Right? Like, he... 
has his own direction. Like he's treated in a way that no other character is presented in Dragon Ball Z. Like he's a character who is allowed to have a tragic story. I mean, mm-hmm. yo, we're we have an entire flashback scene during you know those ten days between the the Cell Saga where my man like reminisces on his future and like we see like the really dark timeline he lived through. Not mm-hmm. to mention the history of Trunks, which you know we did discuss last season. But he has these things that set him up to be such an interesting character that have such a, I don't want to use the word deeper, uh, for lack of a better term, I'm going to say that, but a deeper story than what the main team is allowed to because he doesn't come from the carefree world that they do. That once they, basically once they unveiled the fucking curtain, once we got to look behind the curtain to what his life was like 17 years later, it was like, no, like you ruined the mistake, bro. You, you like, man, you might as well should have just never, never insinuated that he was a thing. I was perfectly fine knowing that Future Trunks was there having a peaceful future in the back of my head before you re- you introduced him to the series. If honestly speaking, if you guys could have removed this whole arc from transpiring, I probably have a better opinion of Trunks, the character. Future Trunks is a cool character. He has great moments. His personality is good. For the most part, he contributes to a better part of Dragon Ball That's in right. terms of like making a character. Well, not deep, deep, but like uh, at least you can see some form of development. And it's like he's not just one dimensional. So that's great. But the thing is, the fact that he's from the future and time travel indeed in Dragon Ball is the worst thing of all time. He, it just causes like they just it's just too bad. Like there's no no amount of positive that Trunk can bring can salvage the troubles that he brings as well. This future shit, bad. If he was a character that decided to stay in the present timeline of the of our sea fighters, who knows? We might have been lit, but no. Him being from the future, bad, bad. Because this whole time machine shit is going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with no ramification uh, besides ruining the plot, even though it states that, hey, I'm Mr. God over here, Mr. Angel over here. Like, you know, that's against the rules. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Like, Trunks breaks the rules of the series, and it's nasty. And I'm not going to give, I'm not, like, just because I, I, I like the character doesn't mean I'm going to excuse the shit he does to the story. Like, like bro, he's, he's 10th on. For real, for real. I, I know that he's a cool character. Like, he's interesting and he looks cool. He is cool. Like, but man, did we really need his super, like, this whole thing that he contributed to Dragon Ball Super? No, we did not. No. And I will end this with a question. Since we do have him showing up in Dragon Ball Super, we can't take it back, right? No take back. Fortunately. Let, let's say for how the for how terrible the overall ending was, right? Would it have been better if Trunks and Mai had remained in the main timeline instead of being sent to another version of their future? That's a great question. Let me answer it from my point of view. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! And I mean... I asked that because when you look at what happens right after his arc, it's like, dog, 
Why the fuck did y'all get rid of this? Why man? did you get rid you of him? Because you him. need him. You needed him. This is so bro, bro. Okay, okay. What would you have rather taken? Uh, hey, we got a wish back Frieza because we ain't got another fighter, we or we can old. have future trunks in a fucking dope ass fight where the only thing that's on the line is the threat of the whole universe, but it's not like he's like dealing with a oh my god my life is at stake or like, like oh my no. god like my mom's gonna die like it's like no, no. Like he gets to fight to defend something that he doesn't have like a direct trauma from yes he now knows he's he's taking heed of what saying pride is to a sense he's not training in in the midst of a threat but he's training every day to improve himself to so he can protect anything just not from a foe but just from anything that would have been perfect to keep him in his timeline. You know what I'm saying? The same hybrid, the same thing Gohan goes through. Trunks could have went through perfectly fine. We could have salvaged this whole thing if he just stayed in the present timeline. What would have? What would have hurt? What would have done? Why was the? What was the risk of him being still in in the present timeline? Why did you have to send him back to wherever that was? That shit doesn't do anything. Now yeah, that's over. The, the bad part about when Toriyama or Toei or whoever introduces when aren't like, bro, you ain't seeing Trunks again. This is the last hoorah. That was it. That's done. He's not coming back in the main story. I guarantee you. You're not coming back. That's done. All the damage that he's done to the to the to, to, to super, that's it. Like, there's no redemption story for him. That's it. His no the last thing he's known for is having the worst ending of all time in Dragon Ball. And honestly, if they had just kept him around for another arc, let's say he leaves at the at that part of Super, right? Let's say they're like, hey, yo, you know, um, now that we've made that wish and that all all the stuff is back, you know, along with that wish, we saved your timeline. Like Exactly, like oh my god, bro! Oh my gosh, yo, yo, Toei, come, Toei, come, Toei, come, hire us because we're doing something better than you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that we had better ideas than you. I'm so sorry, man. How cool would it be to see Trunks interact and fight alongside the two androids who he's had PTSD with? Still, like, like how cool would it have been? Did you really mean? I love tension on and and Krillin and and yeah. you could have, but Roshi, my God, yo, what the hell did Roshi do besides give a fake death scare? Like, come on, he, he got to show human instinct for a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, what a terrible! Like, yo, imagine if you didn't get the universe versal survival tournament after this terrible debacle like yo yeah. i would have man <laughs> I, you you'd have to pay me some big money to continue the series because it was so bad yo it was embarrassing and those people like eating this up like mm, 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 this is good we got forms and fusions and like no i don't care about that stuff man i want to coherent story i'm so sorry that i watched dragon ball not only for the fights and the the the, the cool transformation like i i watched the story yeah for story i'm so sorry i'm so sorry man i'm so sorry that i don't like when when characters have the power to like destroy a whole entire series for me like i'm so sorry 
no, like this was so bad. That's the exact thing is that it's like, come on, like I we cared enough about Trunks's character to not want to see that sort of treatment towards the end. And once we got it, it's like, damn, like this character that I love so much, like this is how we're like, bro, like, how do you write? How do you write? A, how do you write a beloved? How do you ruin a beloved character? Like, why would you give him that ending, yo? Why would you give him that, bro? I'm not my, getting it either. My impression on Trunks was so bad. Like, for all that was worth, if you wanted to showcase future Trunks, you could have just shown him in stri- uh, strictly Super Dragon More Heroes, and I would have took that. <laughs> Dead at, ass. at least they they. They respect the fact that there's different versions of Trunks, and yes. all of them gets really great shine. Like, well, how did the how does your spinoff for your promotional game do better? Like, oh my gosh, what are you oh, doing, yeah. Toei? What are you doing? Don't even bring that dude back in this stuff. I know you're not because, uh, you you guys already grew up. Uh, you you guys matured. Uh, the the current trunks and doten, so there's really no need to bring back a, a grown up trunks now. But yo, even if you were keep him, man, we don't care no more. I don't care about like I like future trunks, but I don't care to see him again. That's how bad it is. You don't usually like you you enjoy like characters. You want to see them back. Like I want to oh, see yeah. I want to see Dragon Ball Super's rendition of Broly back. Yes, because very much so. I want to see him back. I I. I Bardock, I wouldn't mind having a retell. I wouldn't mind an interaction with Bardock from what we've seen in Super, based off of a flashback. I wouldn't mind the stuff that you like. No, I'm. I, I really mind the fact that you brought back a character that was so beloved and they just ruined him. Y'all like, just I don't say, know, yeah, I don't, we don't know what to do. Like, bro, he is spoiled goods, man. Nobody wants like. I don't want him, bro. I really don't. The only time I can really stomach him is probably in a spinoff or in a video game. Mm-hmm. How, 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 how can I, how do I prefer the Xenoverse 2 version of Trunks? I prefer the Xenoverse Trunks over for the, the, the actual main current That is story. the wild part. Bro. That's so embarrassing, <laughs> bro. That's so embarrassing. You've yeah. done time travel so, so for, for better or worse, it's tolerable in Xenoverse. So how are you struggling to do this in the main story, dude? This is embarrassing. What a Trunks, I feel bad because he's a good character. He's just the ramic, like, man, just stuck in terrible situations. A la being in the future. <laughs> Either oh. way, you know, all the things that are attached to the character and all of the plot devices that are used in order for us to even have future trunks as muddled up as they are, as messy as it gets used. At its core, we still have this really dope character that obviously, from what y'all have heard this week, we love, adore yeah, even. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go this hard if I didn't like the character. I exactly. And it's not, I don't have a hate towards him. It, it's just a matter of there definitely should have been better uses of the plot devices that introduced the character and that kept the character around or should have kept him around longer. And while we're not here to say, you know, like, look, this is my, you know, guest writing for Dragon Ball. It's just, as y'all can hear, it's that easy. It's, it's that simple. simple. Bro. Like, it's simple. This shit is not, like, this shit ain't no rocket science, man. 
telling you. But all of that said, it was very, very dope getting to discuss everything about Trunks. I, I had so much fun just revisiting his history. Because, Unfortunately. <laughs> you know, the early parts of it, even with the, the things that are diff- difficult to get around, very dope. It's just by the time we get back to him, boy, howdy. Man, the things I knew, if I knew, if I were to know the things I knew, I would simply choose not to know. But thank God we do, because otherwise we would not be able to unleash all these facts, be able to go into all this history, have such a great time covering the Saiyans, man, because mm-hmm. it takes having to know all of this to be able to dig into it. Unfortunately. But that wraps up our coverage for Future Trunks this week. We're very, very glad to have brought this to y'all. Yes. Be sure to tune back in next week as we will go into his progenitor. The one who, at the core of this all, there ain't no saying shit without him. Yeah. And that's our guy, Vegeta. As we will be joined by our other compatriots of the lookout, AD and LJ, as we dive into part one of Vegeta's history. Can't wait to dig into this with y'all, man. It's going to be a really great podcast. We'll be dropping this for y'all, you know, just shortly into the month of April when we go into Vegeta. So we'll be starting the new month with ending the podcast is those will be our last two episodes of this season. But before we wrap all this up, man, don't y'all forget subs lie, dubs lie. But we never do. Never do, yo. And we'll be back with more truth for y'all next week. Y'all be easy. Take care of yourselves. Peace. I'll add y'all always.